Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends on today's wrestling news. Cody Rhodes set on fire on AEW Dynamite. Several top free agents were backstage at last night's Dynamite. The title match has been scrapped from this week's episode of Rampage. And new details on WWE trying to re-sign Johnny Gargano and Cool Cal O'Reilly. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm The Fiend. And this is the news. Kick things off by talking about Cody Rhodes. Wow. Getting set on fire. Now, it wasn't exactly a towering inferno when we're talking about him being set. It was like a little little flame on his on his tights when he was pinning Andrade. But he did get set on fire in the main event of uh, yeah. Dynamite. It was an Atlanta street fight. It was Cody Rhodes, Andrade El Idolo. All kinds of stuff. Cody pulled out a golden shovel. Lol. Sledgehammer. Uh, Jose, the assistant, went after him with a taser. There was a laptop for some reason. Um, Lots of chairs being hoied into people's faces mid-move. Yeah, dudes, like, Cody had the weird protective stuff on his back the whole night. It was like a goo. I, I presume they try was... and sell that was the, the stuff from the bin. Yeah, Taz was like, hey, the bin must have had some glue in it. I, I don't know about that one, mate, but uh, we'll go with it. Uh, and, yeah, it built to the end. Table... Dudes are on the top rope. Who's this in a hoodie coming out and spraying it with lighter fluid? It's Brandy Rhodes. She sets on fire. It's a pretty cool image seeing the blazing table. Uh, Cody does a reverse DDT off the top rope. He goes through the table. Andrade doesn't really nah. go through it. Nah. Cody takes like 90% of it. He gets set on fire a little bit, makes the pin, wins the match. Uh, there's a little blaze on his uh, on his knee there. It, it does go out and it's fine and it's whatever else. They've uploaded some images AEW have of his back and it's kind of it looks kind of messed up Ugh. despite the goo, yeah, the, goo, the lore of the goo. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was this was an interesting way to close the show. I wasn't entirely fond of the match myself. I thought it was a bit weird how Cody took like all of the fire and, and just pinned, pinned Andrade. Um, but I will criticize it more in my review because I wasn't particularly fond of it. Look for that on the website. Ups but, hey, and downs, yeah, at whatculture.com. Uh, look, I don't see what everyone's problem is. There we have it. There's the solution. Cody Rhodes was getting booed and now all he has to do every single week is have an insane street fight that ends after he's been busted open <laughs> with him putting his opponents through a flaming table and then pinning him whilst he's still on fire. Simples. 
Uh, it's booking 101, this Andy Murray. <laughs> Look, this was an insane conclusion to Dynamite. But yeah. it was, in a weird way, it was kind of the only way that he was really going to get universal, and he still wasn't quite, but universally no. accepted by the fans. <laughs> By catering to their every whim. Kendo sticks, like you say, twatting people with laptops, golden shovels, putting people through tables, putting people through bloody flaming tables. Look, we talked about this in the office today. This conversation about Cody Rhodes is fascinating at the Mm. moment. Um, And this is only going to, ironically, add more fuel to that fire. (laughs) Yeah, the spark that lights the flame, Mm -mm. as MGF said earlier in the show. Bit of foreshadowing there. Oh, by the way. I think I hate CM Punk's dog now because MJF said he was going to take that Larry he's going to put a dog to sleep yeah. well, is he gonna give he's him the best treats? heel in the world he's not even heel he's a baby face yeah. not, but still. Uh, right let's, uh, let's continue talking uh, about AEW Dynamite and the top three agents that were backstage at last night's show uh, PW Insider's Mike Johnson reporting that Jonathan Gresham Matt Taven and Glacier were backstage. Now, of course, Taven and Gresham are, well, first of all, mint, uh, but also Ring of Honor stalwarts. You don't say that word enough, in my opinion. Gresham, uh, one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, of course. He uh, recently concluded a 317-day run as the Ring of Honor pure champion, uh, and he set to challenge Bandido at final battle on the 11th of December. Taven, meanwhile, former Ring of Honor world champion, recently won the company's tag team belts uh, with Mike Ben. And Glacier, well, Glacier's a legend as well. Close friend of the Rhodes family. You remember him from the uh, Double or Nothing 2019 Casino Battle Royale. Uh, You're a big fan of Gresham, Mm. and hopefully you want to see him in AEW. Yeah, I'd like to see him in AEW. I think he's a fantastic pro wrestler. He does a lot of what I like in pro wrestling. Uh, Just a tremendous technician all round. Loved his pure title reign, and the Bandido match is going to be very good as well. Um interesting when these stories come out because it could just be a case of these people visiting friends hey, yeah. and you'd imagine that's the case with Glacier like, <laughs> obviously he's wrestled for AEW in the past and he's affiliated with the Nightmare family and, and all that he was in a, it was a casino battle royal yeah. he was in wasn't it Double or Nothing 20 you saw him live. yeah uh, can see that. <laughs> but yeah I mean and, and Taven obviously has a lot of tenure in Ring of Honor he's been there since 2009 or whatever yeah. uh, another good pro wrestler for sure we'll see what comes to this but uh Cool. Glacier backstage two weeks before winter is coming, eh? Hey, what's he gonna do to the snow? Um, <laughs> Informer. Uh, title match scrapped from this week's oh. episode of Rampage. Were you looking forward to that two out of three falls match? Lucha Brothers versus FTR? Gone. Yeah. Not happening. Why? Because, as explained on last night's Dynamite, Ray Phoenix travel issues. Couldn't get to the show. The show was taped last night. Mm-hmm. Phoenix wasn't there. Instead of Rampage, we're getting Pac and Penta versus FTR. Non-title, obviously, because Pac isn't the tag team champion. Uh, that's going to be the substitute match. It'll allow AEW to keep that feud with FTR and the Lucha Brothers going on a little bit more. It was taped last night. Spoilers are out there if you want them. We're not going to go through them nope. here. Um, so Pac was wearing an eye patch <laughs> on yeah. this show. So we got Pirate Pac now, which is pretty cool. Uh, he says he's fine to go in, in his little promo there. Uh, also on deck for this week's episode of Rampage, we have... Pun intended. Pun intended. On deck. Pun intended. 
Mm. <laughs> we got Sammy Guevara defending the TNT title against Tony Nese. And his tiny knees. And his nine abs. Uh, and on top of that, we have uh, Jade Cargill in a showcase match against indie wrestler Janae Kai. Should be fun. She's going to wreck her. Uh, Watch Thunder Rose is on commentary, if I'm not mistaken, as well. That's correct. Um, yeah, it's a shame. It's, but it also adds, again, fuel to the fire. It, it backs up FTR in our argument of... Well, uh, we would beat you if you didn't keep changing the rules and mixing yeah. things up with us. Look, they were ready and waiting. A two out of three falls match. When it happens with the Lucha Bros and FTR, it's going to be great as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, fine with Pac being a replacement. He's quite good as well. Yeah, he's all right, isn't he? Yeah. He's not bad. Also, like FTR... Where's the Death Triangle Freebird rule? That's my question. There you go. Throw it in. Get Michael Hayes involved. Bomb bags. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I'm, I'm disappointed. And I saw a tweet... Uh, from fans saying that they were it's a shame they didn't get the match that they were hoping to see but You'll get these, it. these things happen the old phrase card subject change is accurate and it's not always when the company just screws you and goes yeah you're not getting that instead you'll get it eventually exactly uh, right let's conclude by talking about those ongoing contract negotiations with WWE Johnny Gargano and cool Kyle O'Reilly they're uh, both of course competing in Wargames this weekend <laughs> uh, Gargano competing in the titular about O'Reilly team up with his best friend with the biggest heart Von Wagner for the tag team titles. Uh, but per Fightful Select, um, WWE still in negotiation, still desperately trying to re-sign them, basically. Now, we reported recently Gargano signed that mini contract extension to basically take him past war games. So there was no if, ands, or buts with it all. We sort of saw something similar with, with Adam Cole doing more of a handshake deal to stick around and, and put Kyle O'Reilly over. Kyle O'Reilly, his contract is running out soon as well. WWE keen to retain him as well as Johnny Gargano. Uh, Kyle actually genuinely quite surprised that his contract was running out so soon because sometimes when you're off, WWE does that thing where if you're missing medically for a reason, they use that as a, as a way to extend the contract. They haven't done that with him, but they are hopeful of re-signing both men. This is going to be fascinating. We're not really yeah. going to speculate anymore about this. We've said all we can say. Yeah, we, uh, we've sat here on these videos and talked about where we think these guys are going to go about 700 times. But yeah, it's going to be very interesting to follow over the next month or so. You can expect both of these stories to be resolved within the next few weeks. Watch TakeOver. TakeOver? It's not called no. that anymore. Watch War Games, see the results of their matches, might be telling. Yes, exactly. If if Von and Kyle win the tag belts, you can probably expect Kyle to stick around. Uh, and if Gargano, Gargano takes the pin, as we are suggesting, then he may well be out the door and possibly heading to AW. But as we say every time, Andy, whatever they decide to do, don't be an arsehole on Twitter about it. Whether they decide to stick with WWE and AEW fan going, oh, shucks, I'd love them have them here. Or they decide to leave and go to Pastures New, wherever that may be. Again, just don't be, be a twat cool. on Twitter. Just be cool. It's not hard to not be a dick. It's really, it's really not. Anyway, let's uh, move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, as expected, Andy, quite a lot about Cody Rhodes setting himself on fire last night. Yep. <laughs> uh, Painted Skull Projection says, uh, do you feel that to Cody Rhodes will now be justified to turn heel when the fans boo him after he literally set himself on fire? Or is this his way of taking time off of AEW? I don't think Cody's turning heel at all. I think, I think almost the discourse has kind of moved on from this. Mm. Like... I don't think his goal is is to present himself as a heel or a face. I, if you watch you, like his entrances and stuff, he has always come through the middle. He has never come from the heel or the face tunnel like mm -hmm. everyone else in the company of Malachi sits down and comes up yeah. and that stuff. But yeah, no, I don't think this is a simple face heel presentation. I think he's trying to get the kind of mixed reaction he's getting at the moment. 
Do I think that's a good idea? Not necessarily. Uh, am I into it? Not always. Depends on the week. This yeah. week, not so much. But um, no, I don't think he will turn heel, and I don't think he would use this as justification. No, it just seemed pretty WWE. Each and every one of you boo me <laughs> when I put myself on the line every week for you. I don't see that happening. Yeah. But like you say, I can't tell, and this is part of the intrigue, I suppose, um, what's going on with him. I don't think it's him thinking he's just really popular and not hearing this. Yeah, he it's clearly it. not that. Like, we need to get away from but that. But maybe point. it is him leaning into it of, well, he's, a, you know, if you want to do the whole heel shtick, potentially, he's a baby face in the, his own mind, which is always the best way to do a heel when you can sort of understand their motivation. I mean, the guy pulled out a golden shovel. Yeah. He, he knows. He knows. Uh, second question regarding this, Andy, comes from Daniel Murphy, who says, Morning Legends, with that street fight ending for Dynamite, did that set the stage for an Inferno match at Winter is Coming? I sincerely hope not, because all Inferno matches, in my opinion, are very bad. Mm -hmm, fair. I, I do not enjoy that stipulation whatsoever, and I think it's... It puts the wrestlers in a very difficult position when it's roasting hot. However, the idea of holding an Inferno match on a show called Winter is Coming is very funny. With Glacier as the special guest referee. And Kane, somehow. <laughs> Fire and ice in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. It's, that's really funny. I'm here for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're getting an Inferno match, but hey, I'd watch it. I would watch it too. Oh. <laughs> uh, right, final question. Really good question. This from Jake Mezzanetti, who says, Good morning, Legends. What's a small change you would make to a typical wrestling TV show or stream? Mine is an on-screen match timer. I love that AEW has been making times like matter, that. and I especially love the dramatic countdown to a draw. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's a nice little thing you could throw in there for sure. Um, well, did World of Sport have that when they come back? I can't remember. All I remember is Crater. Yes. Uh, <laughs> legend. Uh, invisible camera segments. All of them. Get rid of them. Don't like them. Never like them. Never will like them. Never have liked them. Uh, AW do them as well. Adam Cole going, hey, Brandon, keep the camera rolling. Too cute. No, not for me. Get them in the bin. It's unrealistic more than anything Yeah, else. I can't really think of anything. I, I'm going to say something, and I'm concerned that as soon as I say it, I'm going to regret it and think, actually, I don't really want that. But post-match interviews across the board, maybe not necessarily always on telly, but, you know, we've talked about it before, the New Japan stylings of you walk back through the curtain, you walk straight into effectively a press room. Whether you do that or you do an in-ring stuff akin to what you see in UFC for the champion, that... And a whole lot less post-match beatdowns, please. Yeah. It's like every goddamn week. Jump starts and, and beatdowns post-match. Let's... It's called heat. Ever heard of it? <laughs> oh. Right, let's move on to today's and finally. And uh, we often mention signs that we see in the crowd. There was a whole load <laughs> uh, from like 10 seconds in on AEW. Oh, Simon Miller, give this an up. Um, always pops as huge, whether they're just the Watgulch sign, Miller signs or whatever. But I want to give a particular shout-out to Coogs on Twitter, who did a special sign for fans of the What Culture Wrestling podcast dedicated to a Michael Sidgwick uh, quote with regards to what people throw back and forth when people don't think that they are in touch or have more of a worldly view. So this this sign right next to the ramp at AEW Dynamite that just says, Touch grass. Touch grass. Thank you so much to Kooks for that one. It's a huge boy popper in the... Uh, don't show Sidgwick because his ego. Oh, my days, yeah. But if you're a fan of Sige and AEW, hey, why not get the book? He's written all about it. The Beatles are good. 
Sidgy. Becoming All Elite, whatculture.bigcartel.com, whole host of other uh, great gifts you can get for yourself or your loved ones this Christmas, or people you hate, it's up to you. Uh, like right. the Beatles. You can let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cool Dressing on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dandy Boys sitting down to review AEW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for, hey, look, all I'm saying is that the Beatles wish they were half as influential as P. Diddy. <laughs> Oh, it's just going to be all the comments. The H also good, stands for good. Hey Jude. That's a really bad song. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. James Douse is running to the office. He's I can hear busy. him now. Uh, follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.